0: Very well. Hello and welcome to OperaCast Extra. I'm sat here in the cafe of the Royal Opera House, having a little coffee before we go into the rehearsal room this afternoon. Uh, we're going to be going behind the scenes at the Royal Opera House's new production of Handel's Susanna, uh, originally an oratorio written for Covent Garden, uh, being performed for the first time on the stage. Being directed by Isabel Kettle, conducted by Patrick Milne. And the cast is made up of singers from the Etta Parker Young Artist Scheme. So, we're going to be dropping into the rehearsal today. We're going to try and get a sense of actually what happens in an opera rehearsal. How does a new production come together? Um, how do they get things done? What sort of conversations go on? So, I hope it's going to be a really fascinating insight uh, into, into how director, conductor, and singers all work together. <laughs> yeah. So we're here in the rehearsal room for Suzanne. just a few minutes ago until rehearsal goes up. Um, last minute preparations, there's a heck of a lot of people in the room. Um, it's a very, very busy room, uh, lots of sets and costumes and props around as well. Um, various chats going on just sorting out what's going to happen this afternoon
1: you know what let's actually would you mind being bodies in the space for us again and we'll just cement those yeah the shift yeah. I think what you can think of it is it's actually an acceleration through it in the sense of like longer with one person mm-hmm. then they turn away then go to another person that gets a bit shorter than it, you know as, you, as you're as you losing that battle yeah, yeah? um Let's just try it, let's just do something and try it and see how it feels. Um way until home,
2: tread that into the skies. See his large bows, and I will shed a froth there, there, so see. I, mean, I think we in can really that. see that moment. And I think
1: this is where you can really be, if you've be, become more insistent and more pleading, and then it's a sudden like, oh, this isn't working. And then we've had, in that silence, it's the gap of the sudden like, oh, God, shit, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then go to someone, yeah? Um, so that, to me, feels different than the no, no, no. Yeah. yeah? It's a sudden, it's a new thing. Yeah? Yeah. The next thing is, this journey in here, uh a, a small technical thing. I think I'd love you to see the for the audience to see you wondering what to do next before you look to him. Yeah. So you have you turn back to them, see all the chorus up there, and then it's the hesitancy. Oh shit, I don't know what I'm gonna do there. Am I allowed to swear in this book? Should I be not swearing? <laughs> <laughs> I'll try I'll try not to swear as much as <laughs> I usually do. Um uh turning yeah, so that the audience, we see your moment of, I've got to figure out something new to play here. Yeah. I've got to do something new. And then you look to him, yeah? So that we really understand that. And it could be that you look, it's, we see what the moment is, you look to him, then you have the idea, yeah? So it's, I don't know what to do, oh, I've got him, idea, and then you walk to him. And then we see the face you put on for him, yeah? Yeah. And I think in order for the, again... In order for the ship... um, I'm Isabel Kettle, and I'm the director on the show.
2: I'm Patrick Milne, and I'm the conductor.
1: Yes, I think roughly speaking, yes. I, I'm, you know, I'm maybe like uh, a day behind where I thought I would be, but actually, I think I have, I've built, I built it in kind of cushion room. Um, yeah, it's always, it's kind of funny. We're basically we moved into Act Two in the last couple of days, and that feels really nice because it feels like we're kind of creating new brushstrokes on the canvas whereas before you know you kind of create we've built act one and then you're kind of trying to fine tune and work and fix often things inside that and there's something really refreshing to me mm. now to be moving into a like a new creative mm. space but also that actually you can't we can't understand the piece fully until because the second act is totally different both in our staging mm. in the space in what's happening um, but yeah in broad terms I would say I'm in equal measure, like, yes, it's fine, we're on track, and, of course, internally having a meltdown about <laughs> how it's never going to be done in time. <laughs> so then it's even
0: more unsettling... So there's you a lot yeah. of direction so going on S- from Isabel to the, S- 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 the S- S- principal So a lot of very grid. specific yeah. direction going so really on. It's been a good five minutes of explaining now. Each, each tiny action, each tiny movement being given a reason... Mm, being developed, being cemented to absolute minute detail on each yeah, movement. So, should I be looking at them and then realise Gary's
1: looking at me? We've got a proposed pause.
0: Pause? Let's get
1: pause. <laughs> at the end of the aria, where Michael basically will move down to pronounce the judgement. Is
2: that a pause in the story? or in the... No, no, no. I I thought well, it is, theory
1: in theory, in a pause in the story. It's because just, she's just said but like, um, I
2: that's the wrong word I mean a pause in the act in this in the world of, this, of the story or, or, or is a pause like coming out of the act like, coming out
3: no
2: no you know, it's in the world of the story yeah so like kind of that sort of like it, it's like the aria this is the aria that's changed everything obviously yeah and, for the, and so this is like a kind of like you take a moment to process what or something, yeah, so. yeah, yeah yeah you know and like everyone there could be like would would you know would be like What's he going to say to this? Yeah. The, you know, this, this thing that, that she's done which would
4: deserve to be condemned to death. Or something. Yeah, it's still in, it's in the story. It's, it's like like everyone in the scene waiting for long Well,
1: it's basically as long for Michael to get from here to the centre of this purple line. So it's like two, three, four. It's four. basically when he gets in line with the stairs and he'll start walking here.
0: And this is up at the
1: very end. At the play. very
2: end of the
3: play
1: yeah. yeah. Wait yeah. for Michael to get to the stairs. In no, line with the
3: it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then... Yes, I do. Because, because I could be just about to say...
2: Condemn this character to death, yeah, death yeah, or... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. or
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, let's see.
1: I mean, it may not work, so let's... So everyone's, yeah.
2: like, wait, watching and waiting for... Yes, yeah, it's
1: like, what's going to happen Obviously, well, like the challenge and the excitement of working in opera is that I think there are times when I get too busy, you know, actually watching and I don't listen in the same way that Patrick is listening. And so then it's sometimes useful. But, you know, and then there are other times I'm sure that you're listening mm. and not watching. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So it's this. And what's amazing is then how can we really tap into each other's skills so that yeah. we can kind of feed each other basically and show each other what the other person isn't seeing. Synergy, greater synergy. Synergy, exactly.
2: The thing is, from a musical point of view, there's probably in 20th century music and or you know even Puccini, other kinds of um, operatic repertoire, there is silence and pauses and all that kind of pacing is built more into the score Mm. probably than in Handel. And in Handel, you know, you just have the the recit and the arias and it rattles on one by one and there's less information in a way given to us. So there is, like, there definitely is a a purpose and a, and a justification for those things. I think it's just finding the right moments. And, you know, w- we had an issue about this one point in the piece where I, you know, in my mind, it's a kind of building momentum, build, you know, which is what keeps the tension going. And, but I think Izzy's right that, uh, <laughs> that yes. you know, if you find, if you find sp- particular moments that they can, it can suddenly make the audience listen more in you know, a silence is definitely yeah. obviously yeah and sure, of but, course know. it
1: can go the other way if you don't handle yeah, it yeah. right then it can sort of drop the ball totally and it
2: make it means they have to work you know the performers on stage have to work yeah. particularly you hard because there's, no, there's no there's no music to sustain it they have to you know uh create that uh you know keep that tension yes. alive
5: yeah it's exciting to yeah think. it is really yeah. <laughs> exciting
2: Fly, fly, fly,
4: fly. And all these flies, flies,
2: flies. I know she's like praying on the floor, but is there yes. some reasons that you know yes. we think that's that thing? Where she's being insistent. Is this sort of? Is it insistence? Is it comfort? Growing confidence? Is it growing yes. panic? Okay, Purpose, yes, you
1: know. yes, I think then what that can be because also we've got to clarify the moment where where you're showing him in the mask versus when you then see that he's gone. Yeah. So what? How?
2: Mm. So she's done, off oh, she flies from silver hands, nice. from silver heads, fly two, from silver hands, three, from silver hands, off oh, she fly, from silver hands. So it's like all old
1: yes, string string uh, And you could try, that might be quite nice, but what we could see it time, we might you back up later. Yeah.
4: So if this prayer is really effective, well, like, yeah, and then My name is uh, Namiko Gayogawa and I'm the movement director on Susanna. Um, yes, basically, it's um, how to sustain the, um, the staging, how to reinforce the theatricality, the dramaturgy through the body expression. It can be, yeah, it can be also a walk, it can be a gesture, it can be a look. So you, it's really about the wide range of physicality of the performer on stage. It's it's really um, at the same moment or it's it's overlap. So she's or she first she usually she gives different uh directions and acting directions movement what is the subtext what's going on under the lyrics and the libretto and at the same time i try also to have other ideas of how to express that how to emphasize things Mm body-wise and um and she continues she goes on and 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 maybe on on one side i i craft another little scene you know so that's no time is wasted and every time I can help you know the singers maybe to kneel down or to make a lift or to to make more to feel more comfortable with their body expressing being uh, really in line with what has been asked them singing wise and staging wise especially.
5: Hi I'm Cecilia Rangwanasha and I'm playing Susanna.
3: I'm Patrick Terry and I'm playing Joachim.
5: No, I think they're working very well together. And uh, so what Isabella will be saying, move at this point. The movement director will know like what will look good on stage For, For example, if you're sitting down, how do you stand up in a way that people don't, don't see that you might fall or anything? For example, in my, in my area, I have a point whereby I step on a stool and go up. So with the, having a movement director is helpful because she'll teach you the technique of having to go up a stool and not affect your voice in any way. So yeah, I think they're working well together.
0: Yeah. Okay. As we mentioned before about the and many lines on the seconds, stage, like just before and the, the second part of the rehearsal well, starts, all having a little bit of a well, wrecky all. looking at the set designs. Trying to get into their heads what it's going to look like when the final thing comes around. Um, okay, so we have this Talking to the During stage the chorus, manager in the break. Um, it's clear this is a particularly tricky one get to get your head around. There's a revolve in the final production, which of course they can't have in the rehearsal room. So it's going to be quite a different thing when they get into the theatre next week.
1: Uh, okay, let's just try the final verse, I think. Yes. So when i you're about to start. You're, you're not yet actually, she's got all things. Oh yeah, yeah, you know. Um uh bless, make sure this move is quick. Quicker yeah, yeah, when yeah. you see it's like the side to side. Quick, slow, watch, watch, quick. <laughs>
3: Okay. Let's
1: try the last, the last verse. So you're at the top
2: over there. So like
1: the the return of the A section is that the double? Yes. It? Um. Sorry, I don't know why I can doing it. Do you go from the chorus? <laughs> <Or> the bridges. <laughs> the bridge, the middle A. Go from the balls? <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, from there, the copper. Use it
5: So for me, this is for me, I think when I'm like, this is a new role that I'm doing. So I can't be actually marking because I want to be secured. Because when I if you mark all the time, then you don't know what can happen on stage. Yeah. And how is how is it going to sound like? And I think it's also good for us to not always mark because they need to balance since we are having duets and trios. So we need to level with everyone. Yeah, there is, the, you, you won't be singing your top season. Luckily in this opera there are yeah, no. very few top seasons. But you won't be singing them all the time, every day. But it is important for us to always think about the balance. Always do what you're going to do on stage, practice it. Yeah.
3: Well, I think that it's a part of um, a part of everyone's sort of individual responsibility so some people are in other productions right now some people have things going on outside and you have to be you you as an individual artist have to be able to make these decisions for yourself and be confident enough so that if you know if you really don't if you really would like to sing full out so that you can get it the role in your body then you do that and if today is you know you've got a traviata at seven so I'm gonna save it today then you know you have to really be the caretaker of your voice mm. because you know everybody wants you to sing out all of the time. Everybody wants every, there's there's a little bit of attention of desires. You know everybody wants everything all the time. And some as you as you said, it's not always sort of prudent to give yourself physically every time. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with that's that that uh, it's nice to be able to sing full out as much as you possibly can, just so that you can be able to approximate what 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 is physically possible on stage because sometimes people want you to do a high kick and while you're doing a yeah. coloratura or you're or you okay what would be really great is if you run on at this point and it's like that probably would be great but actually I'm singing at that point so like running on is not a great idea so so you i mean <clears throat> Sometimes you have to I mean, that's one of one of the things that you have to learn as you develop as a as a singer is that, you know, the the person who cares the most about your voice, the person who's ultimately responsible for your health and well-being is you. And you have to be um, take that seriously and be confident about the choices you make
5: so with me because i'm not english speaking and actually this english is not the english speaking english so yeah what we do would do the contemporary uh, translations of what we're going to do like make it very understandable for us to be able to act it out and then yeah we'll do that and then we do the music with uh, patrick our maestro so yeah that's what we do before
1: Okay, so, the artful branch in crisis mm-hmm. and Staging in because Yes, mm-hmm. so In, the city, uh, in the right. mm-hmm. practice great, mm-hmm. The prácticas viciosas.
4: De prácticas viciosas. practice well, I
0: so we've got a three-way uh, translation going on at the moment. I've uh, sat down to look at the original yeah, libretto to in, like, go through it into modern English to understand what's going on, mm. Mm. but we've also got the Spanish speakers in the cast. Uh, asking questions, trying to translate parts into Spanish before coming back to the original again. So again, we've got this three-way, trying to get to the heart of the libretto. They're wearing this,
1: which is basically like the the actions of what vice, vice, which is sin. So it's like you're saying, look at you, I can see that all, everything you do is sin. Yeah. Yeah, and it's got it's grey. I.e., like it's not it's not it's the opposite of all the lights that you talk about later with Diana, uh, with Diana, Susanna. With Diana. Um, <laughs> I mean, in a way, I, it actually reminds me of working on Shakespeare. Um, and even if you have English speakers mm. or na- you know native English speakers speaking Shakespeare that there's there is you always have to do there's a massive gap actually because the handle language even for a yeah. an, you know a a born English speaker is actually is also already really Th- this one is and it's
2: quite this, this language is really like, old school yeah. yeah
1: so I think for me it's kind of actually doesn't feel much different than that and I also I love languages and I love translation so to me the challenge of working with somebody to actually find the way that they would feel it and get it into their bones to kind of understand it um is it doesn't feel it doesn't Mm -hmm. actually feel any different I wouldn't say um and in also in a sense it feels like it's actually just another process which we're doing all the time with this which is you know, even with the music it's about trying to actually get it to really sink into you in a way that you feel it and you feel all the changes rather than intellectualizing it. Mm. And I think it's the same mm. with the language.
2: The thing is, I mean, I mean, it's definitely a challenge for everyone. I think realistically that there will be many lines in this which, even to an English-speaking member of the audience, they would not, you know, however well it's delivered, you know it takes sometimes it takes a second for, for us yeah, as yeah. native speakers to look and where's the subject and where's the verb and all you know because it's so quite oddly organized in some ways but i think that's why you know if you can like as you saying, if you can for the performance if they really embody the intention and yeah. really understand the language themselves in, in their system and in their character then they will definitely yeah. communicate that yes. to the audience and that's the important thing yeah. you know um, so. And you
1: have to be doing that anyway with Handel because it's so repetitive in the yeah. text. You yeah, know, yeah. one aria of seven minutes, they might say four lines. So actually, they're not only saying what what is written on the page. They're actually, you have to find a million other things they're saying through that. Um, otherwise, everyone's going to tune out anyway. Yeah. So it's actually a good... It's also a good storytelling challenge.
2: Yeah, yeah. And we don't, you know, most operas obviously have the advantage of surtitles, you know, to kind of yes, give that to the audience. We don't have that, so it's worked extra it. hard. It may Maybe, have everyone
1: yeah. leaving the opera be like, I know, I didn't understand anything that happened. But it will
2: make people pay attention, you know, well, you can't rely on that. You can't be looking up, you know, you have to watch, you have to listen, you have to engage with yeah. what's, you know, so yeah. exciting. Yeah, but we're creating more work, to hold the scale. It's quite small, actually. Holds the scale. When justice holds the scale. I mean
4: maybe the verse
2: can be. It holds so the verse. But the it right. Hold kind of um, okay. holds the scale. Holds the it holds the scale. Hold on apart. Hold the screen. when justice holds the scale. Holds the scale. Holds the scale. Justice holds the scale.
4: Holds the scale. Hold
2: the, hold the, hold the, not
1: holds.
4: hold
2: the scale, just this hold yeah, this. the scale. Yeah, in the start of the Italian, the, the, with this and then yeah. From yeah. From the,
4: when I try to sing this, yeah. it's impossible to no, hold. What is
2: she telling, what's different to what I mean? The, 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 it's when impossible to hold the scale, it's not that important, it. much more important, hold the scale,
1: hold
2: the scale. No, your music holds yeah. the, the scale. Justice holds the scale. It's a very simple, that's not interesting Justice holds the scale. What won't want to say? Justice holds the scale or something like that. We don't want contextual. that. For me I think it always, what well, doesn't change, but I, you don't want to go into dogmatic, I think. We had a plan that we looked at in the, in the music rehearsals, but you know the whole point is that we then bring that to the director and we discuss it and the exciting thing is I think when things change, when the singers might come up with some ideas or somebody suggests something mm-hmm. and um, you know, then you get to the end of the day and you feel like you've really understood that. I feel at least I've understood the scene better. I've understood this aria. But you know, th- today we did this quite strange aria, which is the first aria of Daniel, which you know musically is quite, seems quite odd and seems quite sort of f- foursquare, seems inappropriate for the tension and the, the drama of, the, of that moment in the story. But I feel like everyone in the... You know, we had a really interesting discussion about that and I've definitely come away today. Feeling like I understand that better, and I'm excited about that moment of the piece in a way that perhaps before I wasn't so much, you know so yeah mm. and
1: likewise, I mean the best my favorite moments of rehearsals are usually when Patrick might say, Oh, there's this bit in the music where you know for example, today like there's this these, this rising sequence of repeat the repeated phrase, which then kind of mm-hmm. releases out, and so suddenly I'm like, oh yeah, of course, I need, and it immediate usually there's an immediate idea, and it makes much better staging um and I would say from my perspective i usually think the best way to go into rehearsals is like to have basically to have the core idea have an idea but then be, be prepared to ditch it and actually so that you can actually respond to what you see in the room because actually a director's work is not just like in their room with lego figures as you say it's actually <laughs> being able to kind of respond to what feels right in the room and you often find things and then you just have to follow that that journey really
4: Gino, Gino.
5: So the Yetapaka program, it's very special in a way that it, it is attached to the uh, Royal Opera House, which is like a dream house for every singer. <laughs> and we get an opportunity to be able to do operas on stage. For example, this at the Limbury, It's my first year, so f- a debut at the Limbury, And we get to do the operas on the main stage with like our idols people that we've always been watching on face i mean on youtube and all of that so it is very special because because we get that opportunity to be able to practice what we've been doing at school you know at uh, at the university where we studied opera so we get practice for that and we have uh, programs in this we have programs in this program that we can get uh, the mind skills which i think it's very important from for every singer because you get someone who you talk to about the work about your personal life we get physical uh, um, physical training so we get everything actually very great program Yeah. well i think
3: that though the thing that um, a young artist program like the Eddie Parker program at the Opera House um, along with the sort of prestige of being attached with the Opera House and the wide, I mean the uniquely wide array of training that we have access to from musical training and dramatic and physical and psychological training is is what Ceci was saying I think is that what we could get here that um, is really special for us at this point in our development is a chance to have two years of working essentially nonstop. Because there are lots of things that you can't learn in a university, which is how do you, at What what is rehearsal etiquette like um, at a major global opera house? How, what does it mean to be prepared? What does it mean to um, a d- follow a conductor who's mm-hmm. not a training conductor, a, a, a real, you know, a, reel, but <laughs> a, a real, but an actor. established, <laughs> but, you know, a, an established mm-hmm. and serious um, a, an experienced conductor? What does it mean to be learning three roles at a time? What does mm-hmm. it mean to be in production for one, um, in for one show and singing in another show and preparing for the one three months later? I mean, that kind of, um, and, and where the stakes are never low. So it's not like, eh, I'll get a C in this class, but I'll do, a next one. I'll do another one next semester. You know, we're getting reviewed and we're getting, I mean, the stakes are quite high and um, the training wheels are off. And to be in this program means that you, you, can, you can really have two blocked years where you get that professional experience and you don't have to worry about um, really doing anything else. It's a huge luxury
1: slow, slow, you know, moving okay. moving fast. Yeah? That's just a general thing. Um, great. We should probably hold there. Well done. Um, any thoughts I have about it, I'll share tomorrow afternoon. Mm-hmm. But, cause we're, and then we'll go into Yeah. Yeah? Great. Well done, everyone. Thank you. Bye, Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. 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 Oh, no. It was just a Last time we did the
3: end of Cissari, I wasn't yeah, after, the Zori, I was. Yes, I don't think he's had no, uh, any. But so then just we have rehearsals so all do time. There, for not for Andriy Zori, I remember then somehow for.
0: Uh, well, thank you for letting yeah. us into the rehearsal room. Thank you. Look forward yeah, to seeing these coloured tapes turned into yes, actual three D objects. Yes, exactly. exactly. Um, so all the very best for the next three weeks. Thank you very much, David. Thanks. Thank you.
3: To take out and then prepare for the next day, mm-hmm. um, in terms of building your character, because mm-hmm. Isabel's busy, she can only do so much. Calling a four for daily and that's the
0: end of the break. And <clears in the> first <throat> call to continue the afternoon's rehearsal in Opera House Room One. First call, please, for principal artists and members of the regular and extra chorus, the actors and members of the music staff. First calls. It's a very exciting place to be, the Royal Opera House. <laughs> so many, so many things going on. Um, you mentioned There there's so many things to, to think about, one of them being this. Set-